Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment's Cooperative Extension Service. We will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and research from the experts at Markey Cancer Center, Kentucky's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Dr. Nathan Vanderford. Nathan is an Assistant Professor in the Department of Toxicology and Cancer Biology, as well as the Assistant Director for Research at the UK Markey Cancer Center. Thank you for joining us again today, Nathan. Thank you. So this is the last of a series of podcasts that we have recorded specifically focusing on cancer research awareness and really trying to help our listeners understand more information about cancer, increase just their overall general awareness about cancer, just very basic understanding, lifestyle factors. We've talked about opportunities available within the UK Marquee Cancer Center. And today I'm excited that we're going to talk about community outreach opportunities that the Marquee Cancer Center offers throughout our state. Yes, thank you again, Jennifer. This, uh, you know, I, I said last time, uh, you know, cancer education is something I'm very passionate about. Also, very, very passionate about community outreach engagement. It's such an important activity that we engage our community to, you know, help the community better understand cancer. But also, this is a bi-directional process where we want the community to also educate us and help us better understand the needs of the community so that we can integrate that more into our research and education and, and outreach activities broadly. Could you share in general some of the outreach and engagement opportunities of UK Marquee Cancer Center? Absolutely. So, you know, the the premise of this is... Community outreach and engagement is essentially the process where uh, you, you engage community stakeholders to provide information to the community on on a variety of different topics uh, that can be just general, you know, cancer, for us, cancer control, prevention types things, education information, uh, but also research information in terms of the research we're doing. And as I said previously, get input on, um, you know, the community's needs to help integrate that into what we're doing. So we work uh, with a variety of different stakeholders, uh, health departments, providers, primary family medicine providers, but also hospital-based providers, community advocates, religious groups, elected officials, uh, and general community members to have this bi-directional conversation about cancer, cancer awareness, cancer education, you know, again, it's it's really important because this is how we understand better understand the needs of the community. We can we can sit here in in Lexington and try to guess at what's going on out in the community, but it's not until we really go there and in, engage with the people who live there year round that we have the best understanding. So that that's a major activity, kind of generally. So one of the major activities is we have a formal general. Uh, community advisory board for the cancer center. These are people who 
who make up all those stakeholder groups that I mentioned previously. And they come here and we provide information to them, but then we listen. We do a lot of listening to seek their knowledge about the community. We provide education activities, as we've discussed previously in podcasts, where we go and talk to the community about cancer. And this is important because there's scientific evidence to to show that the more the community broadly understands something about you know, a public health issue like cancer, right? then the more responsive they're going to be to changing behaviors and, and trying to reduce their risk for that public health issue like cancer. That's one thing that I've enjoyed so much about this podcast series is just the opportunity to increase awareness. And I know I've had the opportunity, and I, and I do this with all of our guests, that I pick your brains off, <laughs> off air before we're, before we're recording. And just the, the level of awareness that you've been able to provide me of understanding more about the work that you do, the research that's being conducted, as well as the needs that's out there within the community that I've enjoyed that opportunity to learn. And I hope that our, that our listeners have well have as well. But I could also see that the, so we're a short snippet, 10-minute podcast, but the larger picture program in terms of bringing awareness that the impact that that could have on local communities. Absolutely. And, and as we discussed Uh, I think at the end of the last podcast, you know, if there are community groups, really anybody out there that's that's listening, uh, that would like to have us come and and speak, we would love to do that. You know, it's really important. This is on a very serious topic, but it's really engaging for me to be involved in this because it is so important. And you know, it's interesting. We've talked before about how cancer in Kentucky is such a significant problem. And what's really fascinating is that we have a sense personally, just us personally, any person listening has a sense of how bad cancer is. They know people who have been impacted. But I think a lot of us don't really understand exactly how bad the problem is here in Kentucky. And I think that helps us to have that understanding and to have an appreciation for the fact that we need a a multi-pronged approach to address this. And it needs to be embedded within communities, and communities need to feel empowered in ways that they can act and do things to help us and everyone lower this burden. And one thing that, as as I've listened to you talk, and you've and you've really talked about this lifespan approach to community engagement and community education, from working with our kiddos in elementary, and middle, and high school, completely across the lifespan to adult and, and older adult. As I think about our children and just the conversations that I have at home with my children, that cancer is not a topic that we spend much time discussing, but it's not. Not been too many nights ago that our, our little girl, who's seven, those of you all that listen a lot know that I talk a lot about my children, that she asked a, a couple questions about cancer. I think that something had been brought up at school, and I realized just based on the conversations that we had been having that it really is something that we should be bringing awareness to, even at that young of age, so that they start to understand what cancer is, potential risk factors, and what they can do in terms of lifestyle and healthy activity to help prevent or reduce some of those risk factors as well. I completely agree. I, I think this is a really important point. You know, the, as young in age as we possibly can, we should start instilling really good behaviors in our kids. And I, we do that, but 
you know, specifically around cancer and, you know, thinking about healthy eating habits and physical activity and avoiding some of those major risk factors, the importance of sunscreen. And it's it's a good opportunity when you're putting sunscreen on your kids. That might be a time that you can talk about, you know, why are we doing this? And, you know, why is it important? It may not be important as important today, but it it's important for the long haul. Those kinds of opportunities are good teachable moments, as we say. Well, and I think previously I was thinking about cancer being a scary topic for her or something that she was too little to understand. But I think exactly as you just pointed out, you've helped me realize that we do have those teachable moments of explaining why I am slathering the greasy sunscreen all over them and, and they're fighting me and why, why that's important. Also to help them understand that that moving forward, because I have a seven-year-old and a 14-year-old, so our teenager, you know, he has moved towards independence, that he's still slathering the sunscreen on himself, that he understands why he needs to do that Mm -hmm. later on in life. That's been one of my key takeaways, and I hope it's one of our listeners' key takeaways as well. But again, I could see how the the larger program can really just increase everyone's overall comfort level in discussing cancer and thinking about it in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. The other aspect that we haven't really touched on, but I think is important, it's, it's some of the things we touch on and some of our community outreach and engagement activities is the uncomfortable nature of talking about cancer. It's not a comfortable topic because, you know, unfortunately, many times there's not a great outcome. We've talked about, you know, my dad that had cancer and passed away. Unfortunately, my kids, so I have an eight and a five-year-old, and they never met him. But we talk a lot about him. My son in particular, we say our prayers at night, and he prays and thanks God for Papa. And so they understand what happened to him. They don't really understand what cancer is. Right. It's important. We need to talk about these difficult subjects because there are lessons to be learned in these things. As you were talking earlier, uh, just taking notes as you were talking in, in some of the community outreach and engagement opportunities that you all have, and one of the things that you mentioned focused on the cancer research and sharing the cancer research that is going on on campus as well as throughout the state and engaging communities in those research opportunities. Could you just give us a few snippets or examples of some of those research activities? Absolutely. This is something that's really interesting. Many of us faculty here at major universities, we have a hard time kind of being able to relate what the complicated things that we're doing to, uh, you know, the lay public and helping them understand what we're doing and why it's important. This is something that we try to focus on. We try to get uh, some of our researchers to go out in the community and and speak to groups about what they're doing. One that I always like to talk about, it's been covered in other media outlets. Uh, We have a faculty member, Dr. John Thorson in the College of Pharmacy, who's a medicinal chemist, and basically that means he, he takes compounds and he changes them into other compounds to see what kind of, you know, fun things he can make them do, basically. And one of the things that these people like to do, medicinal chemists, is find new sources of compounds that they can play around with and make better. And so one of the things that he's done is he's gone out into eastern Kentucky, abandoned coal mines and things, and 
collected soil samples, isolated microorganisms from those samples, and he can then isolate the compounds from those and play with those. And that's really cool. And I think the community can appreciate that, that, you know, a researcher is going into their communities to try to find novel compounds that could eventually be turned into novel cancer therapies or other therapies for other diseases. That is fascinating. And I think neat that going into an area that you know, has high cancer rates and they're greatly affected, but also then that same community looking to the resources they might have available to be able to find treatments. That's a really neat activity there. Nathan, this has been a pleasure to visit with you over the last several weeks and learn more about the work being conducted through the UK Marquee Cancer Center, the community engagement and outreach and educational opportunities throughout the state, and just overall encourage the conversations at home and with coworkers and friends about cancer. I think I promoted the very first podcast by saying this is a tough topic and it's one that we don't discuss much and really one that people try and shy away from. And I hope that over the last several weeks, we've been able to raise awareness to the importance of communication and to learn more about the topic. Yes. Well, thank you again. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity uh, and I look forward to the community reaching out. I I hope that people do. And as a reminder to our listeners, we will have links within the transcript and the show notes to find more contact information on how to reach out. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension programs at your local Extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.